Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Hello, I'm back after my week away and I'd love to say I did loads of like healthy stuff like eating salads and doing yoga every day. But in truth, I took a lot of naps and I managed to finish reading Game of Thrones, which is like 800 pages long. So it was very chill. <laughs> there was no pressure to get stuff done, which was nice. I just gave my mind a nice little mental break like we were talking about in the last episode. So I am back. I've been hard at work on new courses and offers for Self-Care Emporium, which has been pretty full on. But I also made a conscious decision when I came back home that I was going to break down all of my tasks into smaller chunks because I have a habit of putting everything on myself all in one big lump and when it just like overwhelms me. So I could just be more patient and to tackle it in smaller chunks. So that I thought that's what I'll do. And one of the things that I am launching this week that I'm really looking forward to is my new tarot reading service. So at the moment I offer email and tarot readings, which last about 30 to 45 minutes. And literally it's just a tarot reading where we kind of like look at all your obstacles, your conscious, your subconscious, what's going on and try and find you solutions to the problems that you're currently facing. But I felt like I wanted to evolve this offering. I wanted to do tarot work with people in the same way that I use tarot for myself. So I'm evolving these tarot readings into soul tarot coaching. So this is going to be a service which combines um, a slightly smaller reading than I usually do. So I usually do 10 card Celtic cross reading. This service combines a seven card tarot reading with spiritual and soul purpose coaching. So I really wanted to bring down the amount of cards that we work with in these sessions so we can really work on the energies and information that those cards are giving us and not being too overwhelmed with how many cards we work with. So seven cards is a nice kind of um, a nice number of cards to work with in these kind of coaching sessions. So these soul tarot coaching sessions will help clients overcome limiting beliefs, get clear about what they want from life, what their soul is crying out for and so much more. So I have launched the landing page today. I will put in a link in the show notes so that you can go and check that out. If you want to hear more about it, then you can go over to there. So now though, it's time for some tarot guidance. And this week I have a treat for you because we are combining two cards. So we'll be looking at what guidance the pairing of the judgment card and the seven of pentacles can offer and how it can help us evolve as we hurtle towards the winter solstice and this whole new cycle that's coming in for us. So let's get stuck in and do a bit of tarot work together. So this week we have got two cards that we're going to 
combine together and help guide us through our session today. So we are working with the Judgment card and the Seven of Pentacles. And this is the perfect combination to lead us into October and towards that final Sabbath of Samhain, which happens on Halloween, 31st of October. So we're kind of building the energy and taking a look at what we need to prepare to deal with on the 31st. So the judgment card is all about that final clear up of the inner world so we can move onto this energy of ascension that we see in the world. So it is a self-judgment rather than being judged by others. So we have to sit down with all of our baggage and decide what we want to leave behind in this cycle, in this chapter of our lives, and what we want to carry forwards into the next. With the Seven of Pentacles, this is a card of patience, so hard work and reaping results. Often when we get the Seven of Pentacles, we're asked to really think about what we've achieved long term. So look at the bigger picture and focus on what we've gained rather than what we haven't gained. Like what have we achieved this year, not what have we not achieved this year. So with these two cards working together, we look at this final wrap-up of the Judgment card through the lens of the material world. So we take this time of reflection to look at everything together instead of compartmentalizing our life. When we get to the end of a year or a wheel cycle, we often feel like we need to make changes, whether that be to ourselves or to our lives, kind of our routines, our habits thinking about like the new year, new you whole situation that happens in January and also about how we're made to feel like to be a better person or to be a better version of ourselves, we need to completely start again. We have to like start from the ground up, clean slate. We can't have anything kind of carrying over into our new year. But that's where the Seven of Pentacles comes in because it reminds us that Everything we've done to get to where we are matters. Everything we've worked hard on, whether we brought results or not, has made us who we are. So it doesn't matter if you tried something and it didn't work out. It doesn't matter if you tried something and it worked out amazingly. Those experiences, whether positive or negative, have made you be the person you are in this current moment. So when we start a new year, a new cycle, we're not wiping the slate completely clean. We're evolving what we already have. So for example, if you've been thinking about a career change for 2023, don't think of it as starting again. Think of it as evolving your passions, your interests, giving yourself the chance to evolve skills you already have, ideas you've already birthed. If you want to get physically stronger and healthier, don't think about starting a brand new fitness routine that takes you from like zero to 60 in a few seconds. Focus on evolving the interests you already have. Maybe you like your lunchtime walks, in which case you would evolve these into maybe longer walks or weekend hikes. Maybe you enjoy dancing, so then evolve that interest and take a professional dance class once a week. Maybe you enjoy using the weight machines in the gym evolve this into getting a PT to help you learn how to use the freestanding weights. So remember the only way you'd be able to completely start again with a blank slate, nothing there, is if you were physically born into this world again as a baby, 
with no past experiences or knowledge of who you are or what the world is like, every change you make to yourself and your life is an evolution. It's not a restart. So we've been conditioned to think for most of our lives that when a new year rolls around, we have to make it look completely different from the previous one. That if any similarities are carried over, it means we've somehow like wasted another year because nothing has changed. Give yourself permission to evolve. If you have ever played Pokemon, (laughs) I'm saying this, ultimate millennial kind of... uh, situation here. If you've ever played Pokemon or know anything about Pokemon, you'll know that once they reach a certain level, they evolve. They're still essentially the same, but they have different skills or more powerful moves than they had before that usually are like a step up from what they had before. This is what humans do. Every year we get a little older, we become more experienced, we have hobbies, we become more skilled at those hobbies and This is a pattern we continue to have throughout our lives. However, if we don't allow ourselves to evolve, so for example, if we create limiting beliefs to stop ourselves from becoming the next version of ourselves, that's when we start to feel lost, confused, and often stagnant. So we don't feel like we're making any progress. We don't feel like we're getting anywhere and we're just kind of like, ugh, and we tend to beat ourselves up a lot. Um, when we kind of get in those situations, we blame ourselves. So it's like keeping yourself on a leash, basically, tied to like a pole in a garden. You can only run so far before you have to go backwards or run in circles. So you don't actually make any progress. Even my clients who come to me because they want to completely change the trajectory of their lives, like they want to do a complete 360 or a 180, (laughs) they have foundations there that they will use to do that they'll that they'll use to anchor them for that kind of redirection if someone is a nurse for example but has decided they want to go into like spiritual healing they still have that foundation of empathy bedside manner and the ability to connect with people who are vulnerable so although on the outside it looks completely different At its core, it's a simple evolution of skills and interests. So when we kind of work with this judgment and seven of pentacles card, what we're really saying is to not tend to look at kind of the outer layer of what's going on, really start to deep dive into everything that you've gained and things that are like skills that are transferable. What can you transfer into this new cycle that you want to create? How can you evolve? And you evolve from the inside out. You don't do it the opposite way around. So really thinking about this as an evolution and not this kind of starting from scratch, starting from level one. Hello, my dears. I wanted to quickly jump in to remind you that the Tarot for Beginners doors are open. They remain open so that it is there for whenever you need it. Tarot for Beginners is a self-led online course that uses video and written lessons to teach you all about the tarot, to teach you all the meanings of 78 cards in the tarot deck, and how to use them effectively. Learning tarot can be one of the most life-changing things you do. It can help you find your higher purpose, it can help you connect with your inner self, 
more regularly, take better care of yourself, and also to help you clear away those limiting beliefs or blocks, anything that is holding you back. So having tarot as part of your toolkit is invaluable. So if you do wanna find out more about learning tarot, what the course offers, then you can click the link in the show notes and it will take you to all the information that you need. If you do have any questions that are not answered on the landing page, then you can drop me an email at info at theselfcareemporium.com or head over to Instagram and drop me a DM. I am always happy to answer any questions that you have. So let's get back to this episode. So as we hurtle towards December, because I'm fairly sure I was in August and now apparently it's October. (laughs) So December is coming around very quickly and we naturally start to dial things back and look over the year that's kind of coming to an end. And this is very much tied to our natural cycles as humans. So as the days grow darker, we're driven inwards, both like physically and metaphorically. So we want to spend more time curled up at home, relaxing, napping. We want a few extra hours in bed because it's really cold in the morning and it's dark and we don't want to get up. And that's really because the sun is like our natural alarm clock. So when we wake up and it's dark, our nature is telling us to just go back to sleep. It's not time to be awake yet. It's still sleep time. Like back in the day when we would like farm for foods and we wouldn't have the jobs that we have today, we would get up as soon as the sun rose and we would go to bed when the sun was gone because what what were we going to do? It was pitch black. And we also still retain somewhere deep inside of us this natural need to harvest what we can ready for winter. And this is where that judgment and seven of pentacles really come into play because we start to look around to to see what we can harvest and weed out and assess the things that have benefited us and things that haven't. So if you think about it as this ancient form of kind of farming, you would look at the ways that you have farmed that year. You would look at what worked, what didn't, because you would want to improve next year in order to get a better crop. And that is essentially what we're doing, but more metaphorically than like physically. And I did this recently looking at the structure of my life, basically what I've built this year and allowed myself to see where there was room for evolution and where there was a need for like culling, what I I need to get rid of, what habits I need to get rid of, structures that didn't serve me and that I don't want to carry over into 2023. And I've started to see where I can evolve and improve on what I've already got and what I've earned over the last 12 months to make 2023 an evolution of my life that I have now and not necessarily a completely fresh start. And it's not been easy. I've had to make some really tough decisions and face some deep-rooted limiting beliefs and fears. For example, I made a big decision about the marketing side of my business, which brought up a lot of deeply rooted feelings around things like abandonment and giving up and failure. And I had to completely reframe my situation to see how it actually wasn't a decision that was going to take me backwards, but would actually propel me forwards in a much more stable and comfortable way. 
I needed to give myself permission to allow that evolution to come forwards. I had to show myself how this was actually a step in the right direction, not a regression, even though from the outside, it might have looked that way, maybe to other people or like on paper, it might have looked that way. But when you get to the core of why I made that decision, what the benefits are, that's when you start to see how it is an evolution and not a regression. And another reason this is so hard to kind of come to terms with is because it's something that we are so used to doing is looking at our progress from a very aesthetic point of view. We kind of look around and say, okay, well, I have my own house or I don't have my own house or I have this or I have that, but I don't have this and I don't have that. And we forget about actually how we feel, like what is it bringing into our lives that is nourishing? What is it bringing into our lives that can really feed us as humans rather than as like capitalist <laughs> drones? <laughs> you know, we have to really step out of that idea that to be successful or to be winning at life we have to be rich or we have to have some sort of success or we have to be achieving all the time and constantly progressing we have to strip that back and really use that judgment energy essentially to really say okay well how is this mindset affecting my progress how is this affecting what I can achieve how is it blocking me from being able to easily move towards these goals and, and not feel like I'm not doing it right? So let's get down to the practical side of using judgment and the seven of pentacles. So how do we start to declutter and prepare for this new wheel cycle that is coming up? So let's talk action, shall we? How do we start this work with the judgment of seven pentacles? How do we start to deep clean our lives so we can only move forward with the very best of what we have? So the first thing to do is embrace that Seven of Pentacles card with a little bit of a life audit. So there's a great coaching method around this and I'll make a printable for you and link it in the show notes so you can use it. It's called the Wheel of Life exercise and it asks us to look at the six pillars of life which are spiritual, physical, social, financial, emotional and intellectual. And what we do is we use a pie chart to start assessing each part of our lives colouring in sections to eventually give ourselves a visual representation of where there are imbalances in our life. From there, we can dive into the areas that need a lift to see what we could do and assess the areas that are also overpowering us to see how we could kind of strip them back or, or rebalance them. And this is where we'll start to better understand what is no longer benefiting us and help to see how we can move into this new cycle ready for this evolution and ascension. So the judgment card comes in to help us do the hard work off the back of this. It gives us the energy to be ruthless with how we choose what to bring with us into this next stage. It allows us to ask ourselves the question, is this serving us? And if the answer is no, judgment is there to support you in letting it go reminding you that you can't move on when you're being weighed down 
buy all the stuff you won't let go of. And I find splitting things into a kind of pros and cons list after I've done this exercise can really help or a kind of keep and chuck column to help me separate the things I want to work on letting go of and the things I want to pour more energy into. Then for these final weeks before we reach the winter solstice, we can work on clearing out what's left and prepare ourselves to step into a new wheel cycle lighter and even more ready to take on the challenges and obstacles that 2023 will inevitably never I can't even say inevitably 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 bring <laughs> it's a hard word you don't realize until you start to say it right it's time for some journal prompts so you might just want to focus on the wheel of life chart thing for now but if you feel called to answer these prompts then go ahead they can really help to make things a lot clearer for you so if you want to do both of these I would say do the wheel of life um practice task first and then move on to your journal prompts. So let's get started. We've got four prompts. Prompt one, write down all the things you have achieved this year and what results you saw from those achievements. Make a note as to whether those results were positive or negative. So often we see an achievement as being automatically positive but we can also achieve something and have it not work out. So we need to be able to see kind of the whole picture of the things that we have worked hard to achieve this year. Prompt two, take a look at all of the negative results and think about whether you're still carrying them with you. Maybe you got a job, but it wasn't what you thought it would be. But instead of finding a new job, you feel obligated to kind of stick it out because you worked hard for it. If you are still carrying them, what could you do to let them go before the new year? So there must be things that you have achieved that have really progressed you, pushed you forward and things you've achieved that have kind of just fallen a bit flat. This prompt, we're looking at those that like the latter, basically what things haven't quite worked out just so that we've got that balance of being able to celebrate the good and also being able to assess the bad with without I was gonna say without judgment <laughs> so but without kind of like a bias mindset around it prompt three look at the positive results you wrote down and think about how you're still carrying those with you so if you're not still carrying those positive results how could you reconnect with them if you are what could you do to evolve these results and turn them into something even better Finally, prompt four, write a letter to yourself promising that you will let go of what is no longer serving you and detail what those things are and how you will open yourself up to evolution of what you've already gained and think about what does serve you and list those off as well. Then I want you to fold the letter up, seal it with wax or a sticker or pop it in an envelope and this time next year open it up and compare it to the year that you've had so this task really helps you with this kind of judgment energy you've got um data information there that you can use to do critical judgment work without beating yourself up you can kind of take yourself out of the situation and be able to assess it as a whole rather than really taking it personally oh I feel like I need to take a big mega breath after that it's a big one 
A great time to do this work is either the lead up to Samhain or on Samhain. Um, it's a nice kind of spiritual time to do it. It's also often known as the Witch's New Year. Although it's never too late or too early to do this work. So if you are listening to this at some other point in the year, then go ahead and do it. It's not exclusive to October. So whenever you feel like you're stuck or you're unable to make a decision on where to go next, what to do, just whack out these prompts and give them a go. Crack out that wheel of life and allow yourself time to see where you could let go or evolve. So that's it for another episode of the Self Care Tara podcast. I hope you guys have a lovely week and if you need me for anything, remember you can always email me at info at theselfcareemporium.com or you can DM me at DM me. <laughs> oh dear, I'm getting old. <laughs> You can DM me on Instagram. That is also a great way to get in touch. But that is it for now. I will leave you. Have a lovely week and I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye bye, guys.